1: Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder. La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. That's the sound of me prepping the grill with Reynolds Wrap. And the sound of me not doing dishes. And the sound of me spending more time outside with my family.
2: Easy prep, cook and clean. Make time with Reynolds Wrap. I like the sound of that.
3: In the last elections, we, we need to check the exact numbers. For it to be exactly marginal, um, yes. So,
0: in 2020 election, James Jatukration polled seventeen thousand four hundred and ninety-eight. He actually dropped drop. two hundred votes. Yes, and then um, Abinadura polled fourteen thousand one hundred and ninety-three. He's doing
3: twelve thousand. Let's see.
0: So massive so, drop of votes. So, on he, the so
3: he's lost an excess of two thousand. Exactly. Whereas Ejikeme has lost some two hundred votes. Exactly. Two hundred votes. Exactly. Yeah. votes there. So give or take, he's maintaining his votes, whereas the NDC, um, yeah. yeah, he's dropped two hundred votes, which is which is really marginal. I mean, it's it's okay if you win. Um, and as you may
0: have to see the voter turnout. Voter turnout well. also. Yeah, exactly. they,
3: and uh, as of this after today, the electoral commission was hoping. Based on the, 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 what they were seeing at the polling stations for a high voter turnout, um, and then we can compare to what we saw in the 2020 elections and see what happens. Mm-hmm. But traditionally, if you look at if you look at um, by-elections, voter turnout has always been low. Yeah. And the EC estimates that to be historically to be around 50-55%. It's always low compared to national elections. Yeah. But they were hoping that this would will sort of be a departure from that trend. Um, and, and so that's another interesting thing. So yeah. you expected. Both parties to lose votes mm-hmm. from the previous elections. Yes. You expected that to happen, but the NPP has done
0: too much. Is that, it was significantly more yeah. than what the what yeah. the NDC has done. So but but Evans, mm-hmm. so at this point, I think it's important we bring in the Kojokpum uh, Asante as well.
3: Um, and, and indeed, yes, you will join us for PM Express. Which, by the way, it's beginning. this beginning just about now, as you know. Um, this indeed is uh, is is a part where we do the post election. Analysis of what we've seen. We're waiting for the electoral commission to now give us a formal declaration of the of the results now, as we've seen at the coalition center, which has been projected. It's what they've done, they've finished counting now. All 99 polling stations are in. We're going to take a quick break now and we'll return. I'll be seated with Winston. And then there's a bit more analysis that we need to do for you. Um, that would sort of now begin to help us appreciate. I want to put it in the proper context and have a a, a a whole 360 understanding of the results that we've been telling you uh, and try and, you know, go back into history and, and also go into uh, the 2024 elections Because there's a, there's a very important point, Winston, that we still need to discuss. Mm. What this means for the 2024 elections. And that's something we'll be doing. We'll be talking to the Coalition of Domestic Election Observers. You'll be joined by shortly... Kojo Asante with the CDD, they've sent a team there, they've been uh, uh, monitoring that for us and uh, they'll be joining us uh, pretty shortly Mm -hmm. for a conversation and also bring in a bit more of the reactions coming in Kojo.
0: Well, uh, grateful to you but just before we go, uh, Evans, just behind you, you'll see uh, what we've done, James Jache MP-elect for us North Constituency so that's uh, um, what it is, he won by 17,000 245 uh, vote, that's representing 57.56%, uh, to uh, Charles Opokun, uh, who garnered 12,630, representing 42.15%. Well, it's been an interesting day uh, with you here on the election headquarters. Uh, we're not done yet. Uh, we'll just take a break for everyone's main sign, Winston Amwa, uh, to continue with PM Express. Stay with us because there's more analysis to come your here. here on your election headquarters.
4: You will enjoy free life insurance, oh. free debit card, save while you spend, and an amazing chance to double your salary, and even more consolation rewards in the ecobank double salary promo reloaded. Echo Guys, this
5: ecobank salary account sounds interesting, uh, what do you think? Uh, uh, but maybe next time, Charlie, you know what, I will go shine my shoe. Hey. Yo,
6: myself, I will go check my BB.
4: We're we go going up, never go down And we stay fly Hey,
5: German
6: I'm sure they here Most
3: who be billeted Open an <laughs> Echobank salary account today for a lifetime of benefits You also stand a chance to win more than double your salary In the Echobank Double Salary Promo Reloaded
6: From now till July 31st Terms and oh conditions apply Italy, enjoy, And enjoy life
4: it's your life regardless
3: oh. This promo is under the supervision of the National Lottery Authority Under the... Greatest luxury platform, the Africa. Own your luxury. What if you could enjoy ultra luxury in the environs of Sakumono? What if you could have a share of affluence all to yourself? Step into our five-bedroom executive or Hima Suite or our four-bedroom Oyster Asantua space or our four-bedroom plush Kukwa unit and discover a whole world of possibilities. It's not just a building. It's a promise of a dream come true. Cherry Tree Properties. We develop spaces as though we were going to occupy them ourselves. Reach us on 553 662 Three six six four zero five four four
4: two nine nine four. Can he tee up someone in red? Did he go to... Whoa! Whoa! Do what you going
6: for?
7: What I tap, tap,
2: You to know. i be
6: the real good. Yeah. My i the
7: Who is the good? Ghana Jolof, or Nigerian Jolov? Ghana
2: Jolov has no poor equalness. Smell a lot. Oh my god. Oh
4: you shouldn't lie, eh? Now they say you when they use Google and then they go put on photo. Just, you are <laughs> low! <love. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> are you video? Forget everybody. Yeah, my guy
1: put some respect on the goat on oh, the goat the only goat i know lives in tama every year we the give to you back, back. Ba, 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 ba. we are talking about beauty. i want to your giant face not the goat, huh? be the goat my guy he be the goat though our choice of goats may differ in football music and jollof alumo bits always brings us
5: together alumo experience greatness in every moment <laughs> Drink responsibly. Not for still to persons under 18 and recommended to pregnant women. This advertisement is FDA approved.
4: Daddy, daddy, oh, this tank is big!
8: Yes, that's true.
4: It can store a lot of water.
8: That's so true.
4: Wow, it has a working surface on it. hmm
6: that's so
4: true. I can see and. Mm-hmm. That is so true, my
3: daughter!
4: right it falls down, it's spoiled That's
3: not true!
4: But why? Why?
6: <laughs> <laughs> syntax was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntax again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntax gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, syntax is the answer. Syntax tank: Are you strong? Are you tough?
2: My name is Tina.
8: Me. <sighs> whiskey. <laughs> Wash. Eh. All of a sudden, the voice are different. And i will use so I call <laughs> eh, mama, bring me the honey whiskey. <laughs> you know the one? Black rock whiskey. Honey whiskey. honey, dear fro. Black rock whiskey is strong. Now nah, to so taste me a smooth and it goes down easy. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> <Mama>. <laughs>
6: Bring my friend one Black Rock whiskey. Black Rock whiskey blended with natural honey flavor.
8: Hey, what's up?
0: Bama. Hey, what
8: the Canton Black Rock whiskey can be a smooth Drink responsibly. Not for sale to persons under 18 years of age and not recommended for pregnant women. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA.
4: Daddy, daddy, oh, this tank is big!
9: Yes, that's true.
4: It can store a lot of water. That's
8: so true.
4: Wow, it has a walking tortoise on it. hmm
8: that's so
4: true. I can see S-I- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. S-I-N-T-E-S,
3: That is so true, my daughter.
2: Are you dreaming of a place to call home? A space that embraces your lifestyle, reflects your taste and brings you joy? Look no further because the Joy News Habitat Fair is here. Join us for an extraordinary event that celebrates affordability, comfort and luxury in the housing and construction industry in Ghana. This year, the Joy News Habitat Fair is bringing together the leading players in the housing and construction industry, all under one roof. With a wide range of exhibitors, including developers, architects, interior designers and financiers, the EcoBank Joy News Habitat Fair has everything you need to turn your vision into a reality. Be part of the 14th edition of the Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair, powered by the Plan City Extension Project from Cities and Habitats. For further inquiries, please call 0540-110389. <laughs>
6: Thanks
3: for staying with us, our continued coverage of the by-elections in Asin North. And just before we went for that small break, we brought to you the latest from the collation Center in Asen who where out of the 99 uh, polling stations in and counted and sorted by the Electoral Commission, uh, James Datukwesin was ahead with 57% of the vote. We're going to go through that for you because that is a very latest results coming in uh, from the Asin North uh, Constituency on the back of the by-election uh, today. Uh, in studio with me is, is Wingsting uh, as we've been analysing the results as it's coming over the last uh, few hours. In fact, in the last uh, few uh, minutes is when we've seen the Electoral Commission's uh, uh, tally also coming. We'll go live to the Constituency pretty shortly, but I just wanted to indicate uh, uh, that we are delighted that uh, Cherry Tree Properties... Uh, we develop spaces as though uh, we were going to occupy them ourselves, and they are proud sponsors of PM Express. Also, Syntex Tanks. It is strong, it is tough. Alomo experience greatness in every moment. And Ghana AIDS Commission. And if you're really looking for building that is done with passion these cherry tree properties that I recommend to you. Desires are wishes. Beauty is a promise of happiness but passion is everything. Think about buying a new home. Talk to those who build with passion. Sloan Square, if you've not seen it, just Google it. I'll tell you where to find them. Sloan Square is a new gated community development at Sakumono uh, developed by Cherry Tree Properties. One of the kind. Well planned luxury you've never experienced before. You can reach them on 55 366 366 properties, sophistication, and class only. Also, uh, as I've told you, Syntex is proud to be associated uh, with, with PM Express uh, tonight. Uh, no matter your water needs, a Syntex Tank has it all. Syntex Tank is first to introduce double-layer tank. And now you can also have as many layers as you want. Syntex Tank is first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana as well. Uh, We now introduce you to the customer specs order, which lets you order any color and size of your preference. Indeed, that's a tank that is bespoke. Um, Syntex Tank gives you the longest warranty of seven years, which no other tank gives you in Ghana. So whatever your water consumption, size of project or demand, choose Syntex Tank. We have agents nationwide, and you can call us, Syntex, on 0244-335-168, 244 or shop online at syntexgh.com, syntexgh.com, Syntex Tank, a year strong, a year tough. And indeed, it's been a tough one.
8: Yes, um, for the for the MPP tonight. It has been Evans. Um, you know, prior to the elections, you had, um, you know, the. Uh, Forgive me, when I have to go to the phone and go to. Sure. Uh, Asin uh, North. Right now, I want to bring in right
3: now, uh, Doctor Kojo Sante, with the CDD, okay, with the Coalition of Domestic Election Observers, who joins us. Uh, from us in North right now. Thank you very much, Dr. Santa, for your time here on PM Express. And I know your team, you've been doing a lot of work today. Give me a sense of what you've observed throughout the day.
7: Uh, good evening, Ivan. So can you hear me? I can, yes. Oh. All right, good. Yes, it's been a very long day. Uh, uh, but I think generally uh, the, the setup process, the voting process, All went very well. Um, In a lot of places, I think by 3 p.m., most of the voters had uh, passed their vote. There were still a few trickling in after that time because it was market day in uh, a few places. Uh, But overall, it was a very, very successful voting period. Um, There were very minor problems at the police station more than i when they happen uh the, the security officers under the firewall i think the, the police also the ¿escuchas ese rugido sientes la experiencia de poder la emoción
1: de la libertad ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura nueva ram 1500 hecha para vivir RAM es una marca registrada de fca uslc uh basically,
7: Consequences, and basically took an approach, an approach of just trying to de-escalate any tensions or misunderstandings. That helped uh, in, in most of the cases. And then there was of course that single incident of uh, 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 a gun shot in Prato, uh, one of the police stations in practice which I believe the police are following up. And apart from that, everything else has been, has been very smooth, and uh, I think we come to a conclusion. The declaration process is underway, and sure that will be done very shortly.
3: Yes, and we're waiting for that declaration. Um, and and today, one of the key things I know you were interested in is also monitoring the all these allegations of vote buying. Uh, that we, all, we always see with our elections. What is your assessment of that today? i think to see that to say uh, that this particular elections hasn't been too heavy on challenges with vote-buying, or are you seeing again a repetition of the same old troubles?
7: It's challenging. I think so there was a lot of allegations of vote-buying and of all kinds. Uh, when you went around, you would see... More groups gathering in somebody's house, or, and uh, when you try to inquire, they will tell you that there uh, might be an exchange of things, exchange of, uh, exchange of uh, gifts, or whatever different going on in there. It uh, was well, very difficult for us to observe those kinds of engagements but you could test it all around. I think the key issue is that if we're going to tackle this, then we need to think differently about how we uncover that type of practice. There is a buyer and there's a seller of both. Until so we are able to really make an example of some of these people. It was very difficult to make this in the bank. And just like really, mean, you, I the environment, the always brought in uh, national figures. There's a lot of money that's coming from the national level. So maybe there's a lot to really go around. But it increases the, the cost of elections. And it means that whoever comes out as a winner uh, probably goes into the governance process uh, highly indebted. And that person will find ways to cook it. And that increases the risk of corruption. So I really think that we have to find uh, an antidote. And one part of it is really making it uh um, A very unpleasant uh, business to get into, and that means the security agencies, particularly the special prosecutor, must getting involved. Uh, whether it's still undercover, it's still undercover agents, um, yes. mm. and so
6: on.
7: And give me your verdict on
3: security. I mean, that was a key thing going into Ascend North. We know the history of by elections in Ghana. Is replete with a lot of violence, and many were afraid that I said not because of what we anticipated will be a very keenly contested elections, and it has proven so, uh, may also be uh, suffer uh, the same faith. We saw the police, uh, you know, statement today that talks about pockets of violence. Uh, what's your own assessment of that on the ground today, as, as election observers? Well, I think, as I
7: said, there was that single uh, that at Paso where a worker a uh, died somebody was injured, everything was taken to the hospital. Um, Apart from that, we didn't hear anything, but because we've been at the Police Center, we don't know what has happened in terms of the uh, post-election crashes or uh, any incident uh, that has happened while we were uh, here indoors. Uh, We will find out a bit more. I mean, there was a lot of stimulation you know, after some of the police station results were announced. And then, of course, there were a lot of people who were also drunk. Uh, a lot of uh, people intoxicated. That, that is not a good mix. So I'm just hoping that the police, with all their numbers and their strength, were able to really keep things under control until we get to the morning. But I am not know if I your question. You
3: did, and thank you very much indeed. And and give me your final verdict then. This elections that just went down, uh, that just concluded, was it free, fair, happy with the entire conduct of the elections? Would you put your approval on it at the end of the day?
7: I think the integrity of the process has to be commended. Um, I think there are issues that certainly today we follow with. We are certainly very worried about uh, uh particularly some of the local media, uh and the adherence to the no campaigning, uh, you know uh, procedures that we have for general elections Even the day before. Uh, a lot of that was beat and uh, we didn't look at it. So some of those things we have to look at carefully as a
8: Thank you very
3: much. And that is, uh, uh, the is uh, Dr. Kojo Asante there from Asin North. And we're we'll going to Asin North very quickly, but that's an important point. Uh, Earlier in the day, we were reporting a lot about allegations of vote buying, something that he's talked about. Maybe some work needs to be done about this. As far as violence is concerned, today we've seen uh, and heard stories of gunshots The police have talked about. People have been arrested. They're investigating a bit of this. They're talking about pockets. Of violence that is also in in has been in the in the backdrop as we covered yesterday.
8: You know we had indicated earlier that this was going to be, um, in a keenly contested election. Well, the results do not show that, but of course a lot was at stake in this election. And you saw that, uh, you know, both parties, the NPP wanting to win it enhances their numbers in parliament. The nbc wanting to prove the point that uh, you cannot use uh, the court system to deny a people. Their true representative in Parliament, something they have achieved, and so everybody was in there. Yeah, you saw Parliament empty, and prior to the election, you had the IJP directing that you know all bodyguards of police should uh, surrender their weapons just to ensure that mm. you know when uh, there are some challenges here and there, you don't have any of them uh, firing. And so it was to be expected. I'm happy that um, we haven't had uh, any case of uh, you know injuries or death. We're told. Uh, we're finding out what may have happened we're told that um, uh, persons were not injured as we have been told earlier so that's okay um, but of course in an election of this nature by elections the evidence would always tell you are always always problematic sometimes because of the uh, you know tensions that arise as a result of them
3: we'll be analyzing the
8: results and that's why we're doing this is the
3: post election but we're waiting for the formal declaration by the electoral commission but as it stands tonight James Jachi Quasing, who is the uh, parliamentary candidate for the NDC in Assin North, um, is expected to be declared the winner of this particular elections. Uh, we're tipping him as the uh, the elect, the parliamentary candidate, uh, the MP elect for that particular constituency, with 57.56% of the votes, uh, as opposed to the NPP's. Uh, Charles Sopoku, who we we anticipate uh, secured the 42.15% of the votes in Asin North. And this is according to the Electoral Commission's own collation that has been uh, projected there at the coalition center. Let me take you to Asin North right now. I want to bring in my colleague Kojo Nyako, who is there for us at the coalition center. Kojo, update us on when we can expect the Electoral Commission to declare the results.
5: shortly because on the uh, collation screen we could see that they've collated all the 99 polling stations so they've written on it 99 are out of 99 polling stations and they have the results there but they are yet to do to do their final declaration and their official declaration of the results um, we have the big wigs of the mpp here joe jachikwezin himself is at the collation ground uh sandwiched by fifi if you have equated, the general secretary sami jain and other uh, big guns of the party. but i have with me adekoka adekoka is a very familiar name as far as the ndc is concerned good evening good evening i'm sure that you are pretty pretty excited with the news that the ndc has gotten the seat
6: Yes, that, 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 that is very much so. And this election is a, a referendum. It's, it's a referendum between the, the people of Ghana and MPP. And uh, I'm excited because the people of Asin have really spoken what the people of Ghana have been saying all the time. And that is that this government in the past seven years has failed the people of, of, of this country. Here we are, where inflation about forty-two percent. During our time, inflation was fifteen point five percent, and they, they they went they went they, they went on a, on a spree of saying that we have failed as a as a government. We have failed as a government. Now, here we are, where our pensioners who have worked for so many years are now having to picket just to get the little money that is due them. Our factories have, have, have been shut down. Our, our currency is, has become a junk currency. You know, with all these things, you know, the people of ASIN has, has spoken the language that the people of Ghana want to hear. And the results are very clear. Look, NDC had 58% and MPP 42%. Such a landslide is 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 a message to the government that either they sit up and talk to the people of Ghana. They need to talk to us. Ghana belongs to all of us. The idea that only a few people can run this country has now been really made made, made clear that they cannot. So I'm excited. I'm excited not for NDC, but I'm excited for the people of Ghana. But this one was very swift, with just a few
5: of the police centers announced we, we had shouts of
6: jubilation. How did you do it? Yeah, because we campaigned. I mean, we, we, we have been in this constituency for the past uh, one month, two months. Right? And we engaged the people. So we knew how the people were going to vote. We knew. So uh, when we got about 20 police stations, we knew we had won. Right? So, I mean, uh, what are, what, what, the important thing is that the people have spoken. What kind of technology did you adopt and strategy did you adopt? Because
5: uh, this is, uh, someone would say, unusual of the NDC for you to
6: collate uh, election results very fast like that. It's a fallacy. We always are able to collate our results. But this time I wanted to prove to the people of Ghana that within one hour, within two hours, we can get our results. And you saw it. Within, within two hours, we've got our... It's taken the EC so many hours to get the result, But within two hours... It shows you that NDC, we are capable, and we are doing it. But unfortunately, the system was stuck against us. Now, we are going to 2024, and we, have, we know what to do now. We are not going to come, to come public and say, this is how we are going to do it. But you yourself, you saw that within two hours, you have been able to collate so hours. Should, should we be
5: looking forward to 2024, where you will be doing things as fast as uh, how you have done it in
6: Yes, we have that. We, we did it during our presidential elections, and we've done it. So, by 2024, we are going to make sure that the loopholes, where there are problems, we will have to. I'm sure the system has a little bit of a, a, a niche here and there. Well, we will have to look at it. I'm, I'm positive that this summer, 2024, before midnight, we will have our resources in the country. Does this
5: victory of the NDC, um, does it have a bearing on the 2024 elections is there a statement that you are going to make
6: it's this election is very very important a journey of a thousand miles you start with but one step and this election was very very important one for the government to understand that their time in office is running out the people of Ghana have spoken do one half year what can they do If they have seven years and they've not been been able to to do anything, that has led to this this, this, this defeat. I don't know what they are going to do in wana but that doesn't mean NDC we are going to sleep on our house. We have to work very hard. And I, I, I entreat every NDC person to start from tomorrow, start the journey. The journey means that we must cross our ranks, we must work hard, we must give everybody the due respect that he deserves in the party. We must bring everybody on board to, because the agenda cannot be prosecuted by one person alone. We are all going to do it together. So this election uh, is a prelude to what is going to happen in
5: 2020. That's your reading of um, the happenings now, does it point to the fact that the people had some sympathy for George, or it was a referendum on how the economy is being it's run. It's
6: a referendum. Apart from having some sympathy towards uh, Quayson, it was also a referendum. I have told you, it's, it is a referendum. I mean, the government was doing well; the margin will not be so huge. I mean, this is the, the government. The government has been really humiliated by this resource. Look at the amount of uh, the whole of uh, MPP uh, hierarchy the president was here on 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 sunday uh... uh, uh they, they started doing some projects. Former president was here so. yeah yeah that's what i'm saying all of here yeah. so it's a, it, it shows you that it was a a serious election it was a battle of your life not a battle of our lives but a battle to prove something that money cannot buy human beings money cannot buy the conscience of human beings you understand so it was a battle of conscience a battle to make sure that the people of Ghana are told what is happening. It was a battle of, let me put it this way, a battle to ensure that NDC comes back in 2024.
5: Now there, is, there, are, there appears to be a cloud of uncertainty hovering around um, Georgia at the criminal trial, and we are told that on Thursday, he will be going to court as an elder of the NDC, what do you make of these development? Does it suggest that this victory
6: is, is means nothing? No the people of Asinas spoke it, that they preferred this equation to continue being an MP for them. I think we've got to a certain stage that the elders of this country should get up and advise the government. That this matter should be withdrawn from the court for us to move on. We are calling for the withdrawal of the case. It must be withdrawn from the court. We must move on. The verdict of the people is very clear. We want this country to be on a peaceful note, rather than uh, in, in, in turmoil. We have passed that stage. The matter is finished. The election has been held. The man has won, won overwhelmingly. There's no need for us to continue in the court issue. Do you feel that Mr. George Atiku
5: will be overly flogged if they continue th- uh, the case that no, is currently. You
6: not, no, you will not know. I, I, don't want to
5: be prejudicial. So they are using uh, um,
6: a bulldozer to kill a tiger fly. The matter must end. The matter must end because the people of Asin have spoken, and they they, they spoke. Overwhelmingly, there's no need for us to continue subjecting this country to unnecessary tension.
5: All right, right. Tension. Uh, Mr. Adukika, very, very, uh, thank you very much. Uh, we would uh push closer to get the general secretary of the NDC to speak with Fifi here all at the coalition center, and possibly speak with uh, Georgia Chikwason, who, um, the i mean. The, the figures point to the fact that he is one. So um, let's get to um, Mr. Fifi Kete and then uh, pick a word from him. Um, uh, thank you very much. Welcome to PM Express. Thank you very much. Uh, what was a political
1: party? You fought so hard. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, I mean, for us, uh, it actually goes beyond the NDC as a party. It goes beyond the that It's a victory not just for candidate Jesequiasen. It's a victory. It's a victory for truth. It's a victory for justice. Uh, and also, it's a victory that signals that the people of Ghana are not prepared to sell their soul. That you cannot destroy nation politically, morally, uh, pervert the systems, the the the, the institutions and come and think that you can buy the soul of the people by throwing what you call last-minute goodies at them, trying to deceive them and so on. So it's a number of great victories beyond
5: just enough. I'm going to engage you further, but let me pick a word from um, um, Honorable Joja Chikweson. Good evening. Welcome to PMS
9: Press. I thought I just spoke to your counterparts. Uh,
5: no, uh, this is Joy News. Um, PMS Press live on TV. Uh, good evening. Good evening. should be a happy now by now. Happy man morning. by now.
9: I've always been happy. Tonight is exceptional.
1: Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.
9: Because I think our people have vindicated every court and myself and they still believe in me so that makes me happy
5: what does this victory mean to you personally the Are there lessons to be shared to the whole world
9: well i mean uh, principles and values i work with and i don't quit easily so long as i know the course i'm leading is genuine and it benefits other people You see, you haven't been in a situation where you have to sacrifice your own life interests for the benefit of others. Until you are there, you will not understand it. Somehow you get an inspiration and you become fearless because you are standing for the truth. You are standing for justice. You are fin- you're standing for almost everything that benefits other people, other than yourself. That is why we, stand- we have people like the Kwame wow. Nkrumahs, and we have people like the Mandelas. Okay. All right. Otherwise, you know, somebody has to do it. Somebody has to be in that position sometimes. So I'm very. What would
5: you tell the people of Ascendant not for what they have done, the victory they have given.
9: Well, it's, it's, you know, the victory belongs to them. The victory belongs to Ghana. And the victory belongs to rule of law, justice.
5: Are you daunted by the fact that you'll be going to court
9: very soon? No, 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 no. That's the least of my thought. I'm focused on how I can get that thing not developed. You know, the court can take its own course. I mean, there's, as I said earlier, I have not committed any, any wrong to worry about. Uh, what is ahead of in legal terms, now?
5: All right, thank you very much, George. Thank you. Um, the, the one that has been declared as the winner of this by-election. Let me come back to Fifi Kwete. So um, does this election, uh, the, the results that we are seeing now, does it have a bearing on the 2024 elections?
1: I, I would say it's a signal. It's a signal that the country is uh, ready to uh, do everything possible to stop a number of things that are going on. I mean, the, the destruction of the economy, the destruction of the moral fiber of the country, the perversion of our institutions, the weaponization of institutions to destroy truth and justice. I think a number of things are at stake and the people of Ghana are signaling that enough is enough.
5: Did you send sympathy vote or um, it was just a referendum on the economy on I see it's a number of things, so many things together. The people clearly
1: are tired, the people clearly have seen that the economy is destroyed. Their welfare is down. They can see the injustice that was happening. They can see the insults that was happening by last-minute attempt to buy their soul using what you call money and goods. So so many things were together. So we see a signal, an awakening, and a message that has been sent to the rest of Ghana.
5: And what should we be expecting from the NDC as you've chucked this victory? What should we be expecting from you? We, we are going to move into high gear. We are going to move into
1: strategy, we are going to move to what you call uh, effective planning towards 2024, and of course, coming up with ideas that we need to be able to revive this economy
5: and restore Ghana again. It appears that we are very swift in collating this particular results. Uh, under two hours, you were able to put together the results and then the jubilation started. I mean, is it a sign of some new development that we should...
1: We, we are saying that... Uh, uh, some of the mistakes made in the past will not be repeated. Uh, I personally applied to the country that we clearly will see a coalition system
5: that's different. That's the beginning of things that are happening. Thank you very much. So uh, that's the General Secretary of the uh, new uh, the National Democratic Congress, Fifi Avequete. So now the official declaration of the results um, is being done by the Electoral Commission. Okay, so um, we are getting to... We are getting to, uh, so you can take it over from the studio while we uh, get uh, Dr. Sribwa Kweku and the other EC officials to uh, give us the declaration of the results of this by election.
3: And, it, and indeed, we are waiting. As you can see, uh, Dr. Sribo Kweku is just about uh, declaring the official results. What you see on your screen is what we expect him to announce a short while, uh well, shortly, you know, from yeah. us in North. But what, That's the the figures that we've already b- brought you. The uh, 57% uh, and 52% uh, for the... 42%. 42, 42%. Yeah. 42%. Uh, 42.15% for uh, Charles Opoku and 57.56% <laughs> uh, for James Datukwis. It's what we expect to hear from the Electoral Commission, uh, a director of electoral services, when he formally announced. We're waiting... To hear that and then we'll begin to uh, put the results in some context we've heard from jesus we've heard from the general secretary of the party and adekuka there is one subject that we we still need to talk about the question is about whether this is
8: a referendum exactly we'll talk about that but uh, let me just say that you know we had fifi Kwechi make the point that uh, they had said that things were going to change and it's the beginning of a change that um, they had promised so in the past, we had conversations about the NDC's coalition system, and we had said that um, they had always delayed. We had, we had said that um, you know, the NDC in itself, uh, you know, in the build-up to the 20, uh, you know, the last year, uh, national executive election, uh, the then-chairman had been accused of not being able to collate election results. Uh, this is the NDC collating the election results quickly, beating the NPP that have been known to be doing a good job when it comes to the collation of results. So that's something they've done well about. Of course, we need to talk about whether or not this is a referendum now, I, I agree with those who would say that, um, you know, um, 17 months, 18 months, an election is a long time. Mm. But look, um, if you are in a position and you win an election of this nature, it certainly would give you momentum going forward. And One of the things we've seen in by-elections is that one of the reasons why it's keenly contested all the time is that governments use, or political parties use by-elections as a means of testing their popularity in the community okay, by elections. We want to go back
3: to the so, uh, Asen North Collation Center where we understand the Electoral Commission is formally declaring the results.
6: For candidate number one, he secured
4: a percentage of 42.15%. Candidate number two secured 0.29%. Candidate number three. At fifty-seven point five zero. <laughs> By the power of eleven zero. Now total turnout is seventy-four percent. 742 percent. Now the
3: Is a formal declaration of James Datiquasing as a winner of their Sin North by elections. And remember that PM Express is always brought to you uh, by Cherry Tree Properties. Uh, we develop spaces as though we were going to occupy them ourselves, and you need to get a them and call them. I'll tell you how to get in touch uh, with them uh, pretty soon. Also, Syntax Tanks, it is strong. It is tough, and as you know, it's been a pretty tough evening uh, for the MPP. But for sintestangs it really restants a lot. Also, Alomobites experienced greatness in every moment, and also by the Ghana Ace Commission. So we've been waiting for the declaration. It has happened now. Yes. Uh, 57% for James Atuquese, 42% for uh, Charles Opoku, and you were making the point earlier. Let's. That, Let's try and break this down. What does this mean, though, for the 2024 elections? Which is really a question that both
8: the NDC and the MPP will try and answer beginning tomorrow. And so you, you, you realize that uh, when John Dramani Mahama was um, you know, campaigning in Asenov, he said this was a referendum on the government. Now, this was a uh, time for Ghanaians to send a message to the government and say you are not doing well. And you had heard the likes of Ben Efsson make the point that um, what if the NDC loses? It could go a long way in hurting John Mahama because in the, for, for someone like Ben Efsson, the NDP could capitalize on that and say he said it was a referendum on government and a, party member, a governing party member wins, so it means we are doing well. In the same way, it's actually good news for the NDC. Now they have the momentum on their side because they said this is what they were going to do They wanted to win this election to actually prove people wrong. For some of us, we said it was going to be very difficult for the NDC to win. They're proving everybody wrong. They've won the election. And so they have the momentum on their side. Once you have the momentum on your side going into an election. Now, mind you, this is a party that prior to its national uh, election had indicated they were going to right the wrongs of the past. And you've seen this coming. uh, During the Komewuba election, people had asked questions about where the NDC's coalition center was. They're proving everybody wrong. I mean, they got it very spot on by uh, 6.30, 6.45. They were churning out. In
3: fact, the first time I heard them say they've won was uh, Oparia Dohuzi, National Youth Organizer, talking to me around 5.45. Exactly. 5.45 let's say 550, yeah. that's when I heard him say it first. And I was asking him, as I said earlier today, are you, the, are you certain this is not, this is, this not another um, comfortable lead exactly. moment? And he says, no, I can tell you that we've won. And he was actually mentioning, after the time, that they were going to win this by a landslide. This is not a landslide, but it was a significant victory.
8: Well, you could call it that way, because if you look at the percentage, then you can get into the percentage and say, hey, we have um, you know, a 15 percentage gap. That's huge. 15 percentage gap that's huge particularly when you know the posters had said this was going to be a keenly close. contested race it's going to be a close, close one and you were looking at um, the uh, mpp's candidate being in the lead but of course i mean the global analytics had indicated that you had about 6.97 uh, percent of the voters undecided and so you could argue that, that that undecided margin did the trick but of course if you're doing i uh, put that as a uh, arrow error margin of one5 one point two to 2%, and you have this kind of margin. It tells you that even when it comes to the polls, people just didn't get it right. And that would lead to you know, the point that, going forward, the NDC would actually have the momentum. They have a campaign message. Okay? They said, and they started by saying, apart from framing you know, uh, the prosecution of uh, James Quasing, and also, of course, a good candidate who came in and won, one of the things they also did very well in this election was actually to tell the people that, look, No matter what they do, vote against them. No matter what they bring to you, vote against them. Now, since it's worked for them, you can expect them going forward to actually make the case that, look, whatever they do, look at your situation, look at the condition in which you find yourself. Progressive protects more than just your home and car. You could save
9: when you bundle your motorcycles, ATVs, boats, and RVs. Doesn't that sound good? Like the sound of your boat cruising along the intercoastal. And there's the sound of the prop
8: hitting a really big rock.
9: And now the sound of waves because the engine stopped. But
2: you know what does sound good?
8: You're covered with Progressive. So bundle all your vehicles in home in one place and save with the multi-policy discount. Progressive casualty insurance company affiliates and other insurers. They've impoverished you over the period. Look at it and vote for us to come and change. Here's another thing that I, thought, I think this elections also tell us.
3: As we have been saying, in by-elections, voter turnout is always low, 50%, 55%. It, it, it's been poor over the years. You have a situation in the same north where for for, it is rare to have a by-election with a voter turnout of 70% and above, which is quite significant. The Electoral Commission, at the beginning of the day, was telling us that they're looking at the queues you're expecting a high vote to turn out. If the voter turn out, that would be a departure from what we've seen. That in itself would tell a story. People were galvanized to vote. And based on the numbers that we've seen, the fact that the MPP has lost more than 2,000 votes and the NDC has essentially maintained their votes from 2020, showed that the NDC managed to galvanize their people to go to the polls. The MPP's supporters at least 2,000-plus of them, either decided not to go and vote. I mean, really, I, mean, I think that's, that's, that's one of the that's, oh, only reason you can pull in that they didn't vote. Either they were not in the constituency or they are not galvanized to bother about going to vote. And that, for me, will be key going to 2024. And I've always said, in critical elections years like next year, the party that manages to galvanize their core base to turn out other polling stations to vote wins the day. And, and, and we've always said, both parties have this core group of people that they always rely on. In, the, in elections here, the, the, the turning point has been your ability to get that core group to vote. After the floating voters, they will do what they have to do, but you need to bring your people to the game. Yeah. As we've seen in Asin North tonight, the NDC brought their people to the party. The MPP had a situation where their people, didn't turn out to vote and that will be key and if anybody who's analyzing this for the mpp we're looking at how do we get our voters how do we get our key supporters to turn out and vote
8: and that will be a big challenge for them going into 2024 yes i mean i know we're up shortly but that's the, the the apathy that we talk about sometimes also going into an election affecting incumbents in, in the fact I mean, I mean affecting the incumbent in a second term but it always stems from the doings of the incumbent okay now people would I mean, we do that also because of certain challenges or issues they may have. Uh, For most of the issues, it's not a case of being overly confident, as people may want to suggest. Yes, um, you can blame the NPP. They went into this election very confident. But I'm sure even there, I mean, today at the beginning of the election, they were uh, giving indication that it was going to be keenly contested. I I, I want to say this thing, but that now going forward, you have a parliament of 137, 137 plus the independent. But now going forward more than ever, James Jachikwasing has the legitimacy. He may be has facing, it. he has, it, not that has slim. it, he may be facing criminal prosecution, but in the past, in the past, the issue was about whether he qualified to stand or not. Now that that has been taken away, now that he's gone back and won election, when many of us felt it was going to be very difficult for him, proves everybody wrong, and wins the election, he can now go back into the chamber. Yes, he would go to court again, but now he knows that he is the member of parliament elected by the people of north But then the question,
3: and you mentioned it, is about because of what happened and the constitutional issues, he's facing the criminal prosecution also. Yeah. He is innocent until proving otherwise by the court. Yeah. But considering how expedited the process will be now, starting from Thursday when he has to go on a daily basis, he run the real risk of, that's just one of the outcomes possibly, of losing that particular case and becoming a convict. Now here's the thing, though, as I say that. I spoke to um, the, the former Minority Chief Whip recently, last week in fact, that's uh, Muntak Bobara, who made a point that the argument they they anticipate a the situation where even if he loses the case right in the court they will still insist that he holds on to the seat and then he cites los
1: mejores viajes nacen en la carretera pero este comenzará en tu
3: mente ¿Me escuchas ese rugido sientes la experiencia de poder la emoción de la libertad
1: Ya estás preparado para vivir tu
3: nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI U.S. LLC. Like me, as, as a president, that they will appeal. And whilst they've appealed, they would insist that until that case is determined, he holds on to his seat. They will drag this out as long as, as possible. And, and lawyers disagree on, on, on that outcome. But that is their strategy going forward. But that is going to be an issue. We we'll see how that plays out. I think you had come um, make the point that somebody should uh, somebody should um, speak to the Attorney General to stop the prosecution because of the legitimacy question that you've just talked about. Now that people have reaffirmed their faith in him, will will that play out? I I I I don't know, but
8: the next few days will tell us a lot. I mean, Evans, one of the things the NDC has done very well when it comes to this particular campaign, I mean, uh, now that the campaign is over, I mean, they ran a very, I mean, they ran a good campaign, and that's the reason they've won. You know, um, it's framing this whole prosecution case nicely. But you see, yes, we know that uh, when it comes to the organs of our democracy, it's important that we protect all of them, particularly mm-hmm. the, the judiciary. But you've seen the NDC... Say that the government is actually not prosecuting but persecuting their members using the judiciary. Now, at this point in time, you would, if you're the NPP, you're looking at what Kandapa said some time ago that if everything goes in their favor, people may begin to ask questions. He's not a lawyer, he's a national security minister. I say, at this point in time, I think the Attorney General could decide whether to pursue the case or not to pursue the case. Politically, I think it's important he lets it go. Well, I mean, that is, I guess, the next big question. Um,
3: whether they will file another on the prosecution to, to stop it, or what will happen, because the court has decided this is going to be heard on a daily basis, and we'll see how that plays out in court. But he has a significant win in the sale now because yeah. of the people voting for him, and he's repeating his numbers from 2020, yeah. right? It is the people in the same north. I mean against him but again if you look at it well on the strict sense of the law let the court but again doesn't he need this case and and that's the other side of it go through if he really believes he's innocent to go through and clear his name right and and that's 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 the flip side of it and and of course people may like like to argue around this but the next few days will tell us a lot tonight he is one right and he's make the point that he was always relaxed right and always felt, you know, he was going to win. But tonight was an exception because, as he believed, tonight is a reaffirmation of a victory that he won. Because, you know, he maintained his, his number of votes this time around. is a reaffirmation of this. Let's spare a thought now for the MPP. What does this mean for the MPP? We talked a lot about what this means for the NDC. What does this mean for the
8: NDC going into next year? Well, I mean, how much should they put on this outcome? I mean, it, it should tell the NPP something. I mean, it should tell them that, look, um, people are beginning to feel the pinch. And it doesn't matter what you do to cushion them temporarily. What has been the reality over the period is what would eventually, feel, I mean, um, should be a thinking. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, you may have gone to your traditional stronghold in Kummeru and won an election and made it to believe, I mean, it made you to believe that you could do that uh, in every... Uh, you know, constituency. Now, this is what people have termed as a swing constituency. And the people are telling you, no, we still like a member of parliament. If they agree, and we've agreed that, uh, I mean, I have my own doubts about, uh, you know, uh, by elections being referendums, we can have that uh, intellectual debate another time. But let's do the political one and say, this is actually a referendum on the government. If we take it that it's a referendum on the government, then it means the NPP must put its house in order Otherwise, come 2024, again, everything, and let's be, uh, you know, uh, let's make this point here. The trend analysis points to an NDC's election to lose. Because it's been eight years, eight years, eight years. But I actually said,
3: going into Asin North, that Asin North was NDC's to
8: lose as well. Well, Yes. And And, and they won it. They won it. So I'm saying, going into election 2024 es the NDC is to lose and that's why the MPP said they want to break the... los mejores viajes
7: nacen en la carretera
8: pero este
1: comenzará en tu mente
0: escuchas ese rugido sientes la experiencia de poder la emoción de la libertad
1: ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura
3: nueva ram 1500.